Oh, what's up, everybody? Just want to take this opportunity to say hi to a couple of my friends and uh, mention some podcasts I believe that you should listen to. You should support them. Uh, they support me, so you should go out and uh, support them, listen to them. Um, uh, Shane Gray Live is a great show. Big Papa Podcast. Listen to those guys. Attention Deficit Order. Um, I want to say what's up to the Lo-Fi Show. Go listen to those guys and uh, uh, Green Up Gaming. Check out that show. Uh, everyone over at Rathouse.net, R-I-T-T-H-A-U-S. They got a lot of great shows over there, man. Bold and Belligerent, The Bats Podcast, uh, Pain of Black, Strong Island, Represent. These are all the podcasts I listen to, all my people out there. I got to say what's up to my brother's band, The Breed Apart, and uh, Blast Furnace Productions, man. Jimmy, thanks for doing the show last week. And um, I want to say what's up to Arlo, Toma, man, Tony. Thanks for listening, man. Thanks for all the support. Same thing goes for Nikki out there in the UK. And I want to say what's up to Dave from Enziguri and everybody over at Full Scale Riot and Reason Enough. I gotta say thanks to Angela for doing the show, the Fright Cast, and being awesome at Cinematic Panic. Check her out. My man Joe from Engineered Effects. For all your audio and production needs, go to engineeredeffects.com. I want to say what's up to my girl Erica from Brooklyn and Elle from Colorado. The Necromaniacs podcast. Check them out for the horror side. Jeff from Lucky 13. My man James Callum for sticking in there with me, listening every show. Still two years. Shit, it might be fucking three years, uh, three years later now. I don't even know how long it's been, but big shout out to that dude right there. Uh, Tim Man and Brute from the Bats. I know that I mentioned him already, but I wanted to. You wanna, I uh, wanted to uh, uh, shout them out individually. Uh, uh, Tim Man Brute and Spam Javelin, and uh, Los Los Muchachos. I have to say it with the accent every time. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and um, I'll see you next week. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old Podcast. My name is Mike Russo. You know it. At Gungo Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. What? Drink got me. I thought you were making fun of me. I did when you first started. Yo, your boy, she's over there. She's plugging her ears in like this. We have interference. We have... <laughs> we got people coming in. They're listening in. The feds are in. You got to look out the window and see if there's a uh, there's a should be a van out there. There's probably some guys been up for two or three days. They smell like bo, and they're listening into the Gungo podcast. What's up, there? My name is Paulie Nugent, kicking it with Mike Russo on the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. Can you hear me now? I got you good, man. The FBI is so far my ass. I smell bro cream. <laughs> Fucking Uncle, Asian, <laughs> Uncle Junior. Foster Grants out there, Uncle I, Junior. I just finished the whole series, by the way. I was gonna say before we get into that, how how did you like now? Now now that you're a little bit older now, and it's the the whole hoopla is gone, and you get a chance to really sit down 
and and analyze the whole series. I think it's genius. I I, I mean, like I told you many podcasts for a big fan. She sat down, and watched it, took a few a few a few times, and then it just it, it hit me. I was like, wow, this is some genius shit, right? First time watching it, right? Um, but before we get into that, I just want to tell, let the listeners know that we are experiencing a little bit of tef- technical difficulties. We think our theory is it might be weather-related. I don't know. Could be the defense. But uh, <laughs> tap it into our shit. But, um, yeah, so the first time I watched the whole Soprano series, the last three seasons I didn't like. I didn't like it. First three seasons, brilliant. Now watching it now... I completed the whole thing. They were great. The list, the whole series is fucking great. Right, like you're talking five, six A and six B. Uh, I'm talking four, five, and just six oh, as four, a whole. Four, five, and six as a, so mashing them both together. Now, they did make Tony a gambler for no reason for like three episodes, like a like yeah. an addict. He's chasing it. One of them is called chasing it. He starts going bananas. Uh, they have uh, when they give Christopher the book. You know, they touched on that like a few times. They gave him the book, and then he would—he had a—he he had to overlook all his all his bookies. Remember, he was in that one room, and all the bookies were there. Mm. And then, and he's he's talking about it. You know, he had to go, and he had to he he had to go pull a couple of stick ups with uh yeah. with the uh, with the kid, the, ja- the young Jackie, kids, Jackie, <laughs> right, right, right. which is pretty. You know, I mean, if you ever know these type of people, I mean, you know, it's not too far off of what some of these guys would have done. You know what I mean? Because cash rules everything. You know, yeah, exactly. They robbed uh, what was it? Uh, it was a college or something. <laughs> it was like, like you know, this is a nonprofit uh, thing you robbed. Yeah? Give me the fucking <laughs> money. The, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Exactly. And then that kid, and, and they were all supposedly all cranked up when they did it. Right? Was that the other one? Oh no, that was when they robbed. What was that? When they robbed the card game. The card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sunshine. It was yeah, um. Sunshine. Okay, I really enjoyed it. A couple of missteps here and there. I still don't like the last ending, the last scene. I, I still don't get it. People say it's a genius ending. I still don't kind of I don't get it. You know, they lead up to a lot of things. He's watching the door. You know, Meadow comes in. Then the one guy comes in with the the members only jacket. Goes in the bathroom, right? The bathroom, which is very uh, Godfather esque. You know, they hide in the bathroom. That's one of the things. But also, too, I think they, they didn't anticipate that he was going to die in real life. I think they were really trying to lead up to a movie because yeah. HBO loves doing that. They yep. did it with Entourage. They did it with this one, that Sex one. in the City. Right. They wind up, uh, it becomes the, the, mo- the, the motion picture, you know. Hey, get out of here. My cat, he's going into the bowl. He likes, he's like a dog. He, li- he likes the toilet bowl water. <laughs> Ming, you meow. Silvio. 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 Get out of there. <laughs> Silvio. Yeah, he's, he does, he's fucking up the whole show now, Silvio. He's going to be doing all kinds of shit fucking around. I can't answer questions. <laughs> the one thing I did notice about The Sopranos, I didn't notice the first time, was it seemed like everything always worked out for Tony. Shit of just course. fell in his lap. Everything always, like if he had a problem, like he had a problem with Richie April, Janice killed him. <laughs> Which was a great episode. He had a problem with this guy, he conveniently disappeared. Right, right. But then again, he took matters into his own hands with uh, Ralph uh, Cifaretto, which right. was great. I mean, that was a great, that was a great fight too. I mean, that looked like 
they really look like they were brawling when he sprays them with the rage. Yeah. He cracks them with the, uh, he cracks them with the cast iron, uh, the pan. He rips his bald head off. It was, it was great when the fucking, his wig came off and Tony's like, what, you didn't know? <laughs> right, they put his head in the bowling bag too. It was so obvious, that horrible wig. Yeah, and he thought he was, uh, he thought he was, uh, he thought he was like, uh, George Clooney, this guy, and, uh, and the, you know, he was so, uh, what do you call that? So to himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he really thought of it was. And then the whole thing with Janice getting involved, like, like that's another thing, too, what irked me, you know, going back. She's got to get involved with all these guys. She's all over there talking about organized crime, this and organized crime, that. And then she's with, uh, he's with Richie April. She's with this guy, Bobby Bacala. She wormed her way into that scenario. Like, you know, like, come on. I mean, her, her whole life was a big was a big hypocrisy. Oh, completely. I mean, one. I mean, but then again, you know, it, it go to they chase jeeps. I mean, their lifestyle was hypocrisy. You know, mm. uh, holy now. Meanwhile, they're murdering this guy. They're hanging yeah. out in strip clubs. They're banging strippers and hoes. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, and then it's, it's they're home for Sunday dinner. Right. Yeah, it is. It is a big like, uh, yeah, big hypocrisy, really. Well, that's you know that was the lifestyle that a, a lot of these guys led in the real, you know, in the real, in the real world. You know what I mean? It was no, you know, they, uh, you know, they have a friend of food, you have family, to, you know. It's like the front businesses. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a floral store. Meanwhile, you're killing the guy in the Basachi Alley's a pork store. They're they're grinding everybody. Bodies one in episode, there. <laughs> one episode, he goes, "I'm not eating here another couple of months." Yeah, they were they were, they were using the fire. I think they were using one of the saws to, yeah. to, to to chop them up or whatever. Chop a few of them up in there. Let me ask you a question. I know it's probably been a while since you've seen the series. Okay, did watch t- it a lot to be honest. Did Tony kill Hesh's wife? No, she died in a sleep. She was young, though. I mean, like, what? And it just so happened that he owed him money, and then she... and But then he gave him the money. He was worried that he was... Hesh was worried he was going to get killed. Mm. Remember, he went to his son and everything, and he told him, look, you know, you know this guy, he owes me money. It's cheaper for him to kill me than it is to pay me back. He know. He's seen these guys. He's with his father and everything. You know? Yeah. You can't pay somebody back. Guess what? You whack him. It's easier. It was such a strange decision to kill his wife like that in her sleep. Weird. Just a strange thing. And then yeah. that was it for him. You never seen him again. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Hesh wasn't in none of the, uh, he wasn't in, uh, what was it? I think the, the fifth, that was it. The fifth episode was, he wasn't in for the end. I know, he wasn't there. Probably also too. He probably wanted more money. In real <laughs> you mean in real life, the actor. Right, the actor. He wanted more money. He seen it was a big show. He was on for what? Five five seasons. Did you um were you in New York when they were filming? Did you ever, did you try to get in there like as an extra or what anything? No, no. Around that time when it came out was ninety nine, right? When it first premiered. Uh ninety nine I was uh, I was in California a lot with the Sublime family. Uh then when they did Long Beach Dub All Stars, I was out there recording a lot. I was out um I was back and forth. I was torn with them a lot. Mm. So from '99 to uh, to 2002, I spent most of my time back and forth to California, and I didn't even really watch the, the I didn't even really watch The Sopranos till at least probably like 2004, 2003, 2004. Yeah, me too. When I got put back, when I got put up on it, really, because it's been it was out for a while. It was already a big smash. 
but of course I was not, you know, I wasn't into it. I was in a whole different world. You know, I was, I was walking around barefoot out in California, you know, smoking joints coming out of my ears. <laughs> Sounds good though. Sounds all right. It was, it was one of some of the greatest times of my life, uh, to be honest with you. But yeah, speaking of that, now I, um, I did all the acting stuff and going on all the auditions. That was like when I was 14 to like to 18. And then when the Bronx Tale, I was up for that part, the play C. And uh, we know the kid uh, got it. And he just I got went, out, by the way. Right. Yeah. He's been doing stuff. Good for him, you know. Get, yeah. get his life back together. Uh, I was up for that i went back and forth I, I read in front of de niro i screen tested like four or five times i read with three different uh girls that uh was supposed to be jane mm. that didn't that didn't make it then i read the one, final time with the, the girl jane the one who became jane i forget her name um uh, and then i didn't hear nothing from them for like a year wow yeah, and then uh, then they call then Sylvia Faye casting called me and they offered me a week and a half doing stand in and extra work. So that was you know that's when I actually was on the set and everything like that, which was pretty wild. Kind of sucked because I wanted the part. But, oh yeah, that's a big that's a big you know big difference. One, it, it was it was the first in a series of humbling things that happened to you in life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well you, you need that though sometimes. Yeah, who knows the way I was living too back then, bro. I, I probably could have been me. I might have been dead. You know what I mean? If, you know, if I would have got that part, forget it. I would have yeah. been going crazy. If, you know, I was already doing all that sh- shit in the limelight. You know. Palladium. I was already in the club scene around that whole time, you know, sixteen to like twenty. Mm. You know, raves and all that shit. So God knows, what happens for a reason, you know. Yeah, you always. I always like you know, um, like the job I have right now. I don't. I don't really. I don't really like it so much. But it's like one of those jobs. If you got in early and stayed, it's it's all right. So I would say to myself, damn, I wish I would try to got this job when I was eighteen. But you know what? If I was eighteen, I would have fucked it up. Well, you would have had a whole different, you know, you would have had a whole different outlook when you took the job. I would have fucked the whole thing up if I had the job when I was eighteen. Yeah, no, I mean, who, you know, hey, who knows? you, you know what I mean? You know, I know I'm a completely different person than I was when I was eighteen. You know, completely different. Oh yeah. You know, things just things that were important to me when I was eighteen don't matter anymore. What were you? Um, do you you did you uh? Did you do a lot of acting? You were in some other stuff, or I did plays and stuff like that. Um, That's cool. I went to HB Studios, which was a prominent uh, acting school in uh, downtown in the Village, Manhattan. Uh, excuse uh, me. No problem. Let it all out. <laughs> so I did work on because in Micah High, JHS two hundred one, where I went to school, they filmed there. But I was way out of school by that time. Uh, what? What did you? I'm sorry, you broke up. What was? What were they filming? Uh, Jungle Fever. Oh, okay. Uh, I was in the scene um, at the candy store on Ralph Avenue that they that they uh, filmed, but my scene got cut out. I was just in the background and shit, hanging out at the candy store. Right. Um, that got cut out. Another humbling experience in life. <laughs> How does that? Yeah, that must be. Uh, like, uh, did they? Did they even tell you? I know I heard no, stories no, where they don't even tell no, you. You're, you're just an extra. You're nobody. You know, they're lucky they feed you and they give you a couple of bucks for the day. You know? So you can be like, yo, yo, um, you know, you grab your girl. Yo, we're gonna go to the movie. Oh, you, you blink and you'll miss me. But let's this go watch this movie. Bad. And then this you're not even scene. in it. This is my scene. Wait for it. Wait for it. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Uh, and and also Sliver, that movie Sliver with um Sharon Stone. Yeah, that was another one. Cut. I was uh, they were they were I was outside walking by. And you know, it's understandable. You know what I mean. But and then after that's when I started getting involved with the Lords of Brooklyn because Caves is like an older brother than me. We mm. grew up together. You know, like a couple of blocks away. So and they knew my older sister. So I knew them since I was like, forget it. 11 years old. I was in their breakdance crew. Nice. <laughs> Just begun. Yeah, back back in 83. 82, 83. So, so I seen him. I was actually out. Uh, I was in Miami. I was at a rave. A friend of mine, Drew, went to school out there. So I went out there, visited him, hanging out, going pff, bananas. Sure, I can imagine. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. 19, 1992. Fuck. Miami, with all this, all this street knowledge. You know what I mean? Going out there. And we were at this, this big rave, and the house of the house of pain was at that rave playing, and Caves was with them. Uh, he was he was working for the for them as a hype man. Was this before they were big, or? Yeah, well, this is when House of Pain was big. Okay. Lords of Brooklyn was were, were getting worked into the into the mix with the Stole Assassins crew and everything. And, uh, I'd seen him at the rave, and I was already starting. Uh, my, my boy Drew Robicelli was a producer too, like for house music and shit like that. So I was kind of around a lot of a uh, lot of the studio time that he was doing, and I wasn't more. I wasn't really doing. I really. I mean, I was at the old old house music and good garage and shit like that. But I was like starting to you know starting to rhyme again. I made. I cut my first demo in '91. Uh, I used to work in a mailroom at Price Waterhouse, and I rap with all the dudes in the mailroom. Nice. <laughs> and we cut this this big posse joint. It was like six of us i paid for the studio session and everything but i just wanted to rhyme you know what I mean? yeah I yeah sure this is like 91 it was like early 91 so then come 92 i started you know rhyming more and more and getting more and more out of the whole acting thing because i was non-union acting at the time so you have to go on all these cattle calls i mean literally what Online. is that? Just a bunch of extras, uh, or think like a hundred, two hundred thousand, two thousand people, and you're in line. You're one of the two thousand trying wow. to get seen, or, or trying to read, or just get uh, an extra part, anything to do with the project. You so know? it's like cattle, bringing them in and like it, cattle. Yeah, it, it literally, I swear to God, about a million cattle calls I've been on. It's literally like this: you walk into the room, you state your name. You say maybe two lines. They go, okay, thank you. And that's that's it. it. You wait eight hours just to get told in, a, in ten minutes time, not even. Thank you. Have a good day. How do they? Do they? Do they know before you even open your mouth? They just want to. They want to look at you. Yeah, probably because remember they're getting paid. You know the can directors. They're getting paid. You know as a day's work. You know what I mean? They got a certain type looking for. And chances are, if you're going in for a very small part, or you know what I mean, not even a co-starring or anything like that, because yeah. that's done through all the agents and shit. You know, they're just looking. They're looking for a diamond in the rough that nine times out of ten they never find. So it's basically a big waste of time. They're probably miserable too, though. Those people. Oh, absolutely. They got, I got to see this again. <laughs> so, and you got to see some of the fucking quacks that come out to these things. Oh, really? Oh my god, bro! You talk about. I mean, just especially in the late '80s and early '90s, people walking around Manhattan were pretty bugged out to begin with. Yeah. So now you, you figure you get all those maniacs that think that they're gonna be discovered, 
I mean, they're wearing dressing like women, dressing like women, dressing like men. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like old people, little young people. I mean, every anybody you could think of. It's like Halloween, bro. They come out in costumes and forget it. Like they're looking, and meanwhile they're looking for like a twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> and they got everybody online, sixty-five and and under. So you this know? was the, um, I guess this was like the crossroads for you with the, yeah, with the I, I didn't acting do, and the... Yeah, I didn't, want to, I didn't have an agent or anything like that, so, you know, that, that would have made things ten times easier. And plus, there's so, so many scams in the business, you know what I mean? Like, you know, everybody sells you that dream. It's no different than the the, the, the guy or the girl getting off the, the, the bus in Hollywood, you know what I mean? They got these, these their head full of dreams, yeah. and then they wind up blowing guys in the parking lot, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know they sell you they sell you the dream you know but we all later on you find out you know the the real people like with agents and shit like that are getting a fair shot they're reading for co-stars they're reading for star roles and nine yeah. times out of the ten if you're not a big name to begin with that's who's getting they're getting the first crack at, at all these things that's why you hear about like Leonardo DiCaprio or you know uh you know, Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah, I was up for the part of this. I passed. I turned that down. I turned this down. I hear that and, a lot. Yeah, because they, they have they have a, a book that they go through of who they want, star power-wise. That's going to, you know, nine times out of ten, an investor won't give you any money unless you got somebody right. big attached to the project. They know they're going to get a, a poten- more potential for them to get their money back. Exactly. You know, so, you know, I, of course, I didn't notice when I was 14, 15. I thought, you know. I thought the sky's the limit. So I got a little discouraged in that. Yeah. And I figured, hey, I know Caves. And, you know, he's had the group going for a minute. Why not? I can backdoor my way into, you know, into the business, you know, through the music business. House of Pain was huge at that time. Right, right. And I couldn't you know, walk down. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, I couldn't walk down the street without hearing fucking jump around playing somewhere. Oh, forget it. And, and still, 20-something years later, you know, every every sporting event you go to, you hear it. Mm. That was huge. Um, so what you, you went? You were in Miami? Yeah, and that's when I... And then Caves was like, yo, when you get back to Brooklyn, give me a shout. You know, stop. You know, we'll work you into the, into, into the mix. And, and of course, he did. And we had like four or five major label deals before All My Family came out. Wow. You know, we, were on, we were on Mercury. You know, we were on the same label as the Fugees. They blew up. You know, we were on the same label as the Boss Tones. They blew up. You know, we were on tour with Corn, Sublime, all these groups that, that got huge, you know, yeah. and were huge. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean it did it did pan out and I got you know, I got into into the business that way. And but then again, of course, that was the nineties, the you know, the mid early to mid nineties when there was still a business, you know. It was before, you know, the late nineties things were kind of more and more of the internet coming in. That's when right. shit got, you know. Now it's just a fuck. It's the free fall. Napster eventually coming in. File trading. Oh, that's the guy? Yeah, he was one of the guys with the Facebook guy. Uh, I was going to say Jesse (laughs) (laughs) Eisenberg. Lex Luthor? He's the guy who played him in the movie. Uh, Okay, so yeah, yeah, because this is what I want to ask you about. I saw the post uh, you posted about him, but I didn't know there was a Napster guy. That's who that is, huh? Yeah, he was one of the founders. He started Napster, and that shit was the, that was like, that was the beginning of the end. You know, remember Lars Ulrich? He went banana. He sued them, and you know, they were just they were basically robbing everybody, and they were robbing like big groups. I mean, if 
if you was Joe Joe Jerry from down the block who made a demo, that was you know, that was for you. Nobody's coming to sue you. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that was like that was almost like a social media for fucking music back then. Because if you wanted your shit heard, that was a that you, was the you, way to go. Yeah, you weren't Metallica, right? But if you were Metallica, make millions already. You know what I mean? Just Steve Miller band. You know, uh, the Beatles, or you know, these these guys were already established acts, already made a living. So you know, that's like somebody coming and taking money out of your pocket. Yeah, you know, because you know. Why pay? And it still remains the same for today. Why pay for something that you can get for free? You know. Yeah. Who was and the now, Who was well, the other guy in the picture? Oh, that was um, that was the guy who started it with Sean Alexander and Sean Jenkins. There were two Shawns, and then the dude who started Facebook. What's his name? Zach Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg, right? There was those three that started. One started the Facebook, and the other guys, the other two. Started Napster, but they were in on the ground floor with Facebook. God, they got a lot Napster, of money now. Napster, man. Napster was before Facebook. Yeah, I remember Napster way back then. Then there was LimeWire, which was the AIDS for your computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. And Kaza, yeah. Kaza, whatever the fuck that yeah, one was. Sam or some shit like that. It was like anything that you downloaded from them, your computer was, you just throw it out. Oh, yeah. You got infected with more, and this is like this is before I even had a computer. I was just hearing it from all kinds of people, because what they would do is the old bait and switch. They'll say like, "Oh, new Eminem," and then you download it, and it's Oops. fucking some retard down the block yodeling. <laughs> and, and then on top, you get a fucking uh, you get a virus in your computer. You get that blue screen. The computer would go to that blue screen and say like, "Error five hundred four." Some is shit. That what it was? I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I just heard the, the horror stories. Yeah. But that's that was what that was what that was the beginning of the end, I should say. So this is interesting though, because you've had your hand in two of the dirtiest businesses. <laughs> Going back to like we were saying, you know, uh, I don't know, man. If, if I mean, I won't, re- I don't regret anything. You know, it's been a, it's been a, of a, a learning, press, a uh, lot of lessons, and then once you get in, you see. You know, I I liken it to Oz, bro. You know, in, in the Wizard of Oz, when they finally see the guy behind the the curtain. I thought you were going with the jail show on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it no. kind of reminds me of Oz. Do you know that show? <laughs> yeah, all that gay know, sex. In a way, there's a lot of that in there too. So yeah. you know, uh, I guess that's a good that's a good point too. Yeah, so that would be the duality of Oz. That would be the Wizard of Oz and the the Oz locked up in jail uh, nightmare. So you, you, you pull the curtain down and and you see this little dude that's uh you know running running the show and uh, he's making a little money yeah. you know you see the smoke and mirrors of it all you know and then you know it's like uh it's like it's like you meet you it's like you meet one of your biggest idols and then he turns out to be the biggest <laughs> general of the world you're like fuck that guy yeah and then you don't listen to none of his shit no more watch any yeah. of his movies and I was burnt on the music business for a long time, and after that, it was just like, you know, I, I'm thinking about it, you know, I probably might have stayed in school, or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I, I yeah, don't know. well. Or, or maybe would have just stayed with one thing. Maybe I would have just kept going with the acting. And I You don't can know. still get back into acting, though, no? It's not a little too I, late. Yeah, nah, it's, nothing's too late, you know what I mean? But it's like time, and F, you know, it's like, again, you know, like, the shit that mattered to me when I was, you know, 18 to right. 25 doesn't really matter to me anymore. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's just good. I mean, because if you're still thinking like a 25-year-old, you're something wrong. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, can you imagine doing a cattle call at fucking 40 or 42, 43? Yeah, well, that would probably be what it would be like going right back to the drawing board. You know, but Oof. I will say this, though. After performing in front of 50,000 people, bro, and they're all screaming your name, that's... If there's a way I could bottle that, that feeling, I'll be the new Zuckerberg. That's a drug, right? I'm telling you, man, you know. But, I mean, I, I, I've, I've always been a musician, you know. I've, I've been playing an instrument since I'm 12, so it's like... It's the bittersweetness of it, man, you know? I mean, things, you know, I, but I mean, look, I made a lot of stupid choices too, man, with, with some of the money I made, you know, over the years. And, uh, you know, I have myself to blame for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, things, things, you know, if I would have known what I would have known now, I probably would have gotten into into some long-term investing. Isn't that the motherfucker of it all? People always talk about, you know, if you were a superhero, what well, what would you do? Fly, be invisible, I'd be like, yo, I'll take wisdom that I have now and put it into my, my younger self. Go back in time and tell my other self, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> go in this door. Don't go in there. Well, maybe I'll just give myself the sports almanac and be done with it. Right. We could, that's another, you know, but also, too, you'll be messing up the, the quantum. Uh, oh, yeah. We know? might end up with the Biff future. Yeah, you don't know. The you know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why things are supposed to happen for a reason and you're not supposed to know. That's what I. That's the. That's the bit. That's the gem of information that that I can take with me. Is you're not supposed to know. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who knows what's gonna happen? You're not supposed to know. If we knew what was gonna, it's just put it this way. Like you see these people out there, they're psychics, this and that. How come they can't? It don't work for them, but it works for. They can. They can tell you your future, yeah. but they can't tell themselves their own future. Yeah. Like the psychic who got killed in the plane crash. How come you didn't know? You shouldn't have got on that plane. If, you know what? After all this shit, after all this shit like that, the guy in the plane crash, and <laughs> people still believe. People still fucking give them money. Yeah. Well, people, you know, uh, people are dumb. Well, I was, you want to yeah. laugh? I was just watching this thing last night. Uh, American Greed. Hmm. Have you ever seen that? No. Sounds familiar, though. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's pretty bugged out. This one particular episode, this guy, he was like a... Um, like his company came from money, but um, they owned uh, they're up in Oregon. They owned a huge amount of property that made uh, like Christmas trees and shit, spruces and all these these ferns, you know, and they harvested and they made millions. The guy's father wound up dying. They, this guy went to a psychic and she wound up roping him in, oh, took him for everything fuck. he had. And... She wound up sending her daughter to him with a fake accent from Britain, wound up marrying him, and they were totally scamming this guy. From They, they were gypsies, and they, wow. they totally this guy. I mean, the, the lady, she had a, a husband. And they wound up taking this guy for millions and millions, and he still fought. He fought, the feds wound up finding out everything. He was fighting the feds, saying, no, 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 it's not them. This you know is what? how bad they had him. This is like a weird thing because I feel like that those people are fucking scumbags and they, they you know, they, oh, the worst. but at the same time, he, he kind of brought it on yourself, buddy. I mean, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you keep I mean, believing after, after they're fucking bilking you for millions, you're still believing Then he kind of deserved what he got. In a way, in a way he did. I mean, he was a nice guy. I mean, I don't know him, but you know, he seemed like a nice guy, but uh, some people are just gullible. And oh, they, you know, that's a bad one too. And uh, yeah, for millions. I think I think he was left for like two hundred fifty thousand by the time it was, the jig was up. 
Like, <laughs> like and they were still coming <laughs> to get him for that 250. That. Oh, yeah, they didn't want to leave him with nothing. Nah, those fucking they, people. They would have rang him to dry. Are you kidding me? And he would like, they wound up cutting down the forest, too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he had like, I mean, he had acres and acres. It looked like a wasteland. When are they you, got done with him. Are you familiar with um uh uh Randy the uh the fuck is his name the the f- uh, he's he's a guy he's he's old he's like in his eighties and nineties and what he's debunking him. He's the guy who spent his whole life debunking these fucking guys. Right, he's gay too. And he just came out like recently as an I, old man. Did he just die? Oh, did he die? I think so. I saw that thing on Netflix. The Amazing Randy. Amazing Randy, yeah. He was big back in the... And he had that one guy he had beef with for like most of his career. Uh, they were, it was almost like a wrestling type beef that they had. That fucking guy... Uh, <coughs> I forget his name. But what a great documentary. You guys got to check out The Amazing Randy, uh, uh, The uh, Honest Liar. It's called An Honest Liar, it's called. Honest Liar, right, yeah. And he, this fucking guy, his whole... He was a great magician, and he decided to stop fucking... Uh, 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 profiting off of people's hope and fear and destinies, and he and he just and he's always for his whole life. And the motherfucker, if he's still alive, I mean, I, he probably is dead because he was like ninety something. His whole life, yeah, I'll give any psychic a million dollars if you can give me any sort of proof that this shit's real. Well, that's thing they play, they 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 play on your gullible, you know, your gullibility. Yeah, now you're today. And they know, and they know exactly how to, they know, they know exactly what to do, what to say, how to how to how to pull you in. It's ridiculous. Uh, also, too, he learned from Houdini. Houdini was yes. a great debunker. That was the guy that made him want to do right. And Houdini, I think, I, uh, maybe you could correct me if you if, if I'm wrong because my memory's a little fucked up. But I think Houdini, when he died, he told his wife. Or his mother or his daughter a secret word, and he said, "Go to these psychics and see if they can tell you what the word is." Oh yeah, oh man, I, it's 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 escaping now though. Uh, they I can forget. never, they never, you know, they would go to these psychics and they would say, "Oh, you know, we're gonna connect with your father," and she'd be like, "Yeah, what's the word?" Right, and they wouldn't know it. Nah. Yeah. It's great. I, right yeah, I love fucking when these people get put in it. Uh, uh, oh wait, isn't it? Charlatans, yeah, that's a good word for them too. That's what they are, yeah. I think that guy's name, the other guy that he had the beef with, was like Ari, Ari Neiman, yeah, Neiman, Ari like Neiman, or some shit. He was, he was a Belgian or something like that. He yeah, was, he was like German or Belgian or he was, he was some sort of or an Austrian. He was something, something like that, and he made billions. Yeah, for this whole being a he psychic. He, yeah, he was bending metal and shit like that, and he was moving things out. And then he glued everything, <laughs> on the, on him, and he couldn't do it when he brought him on the show. No, he had the shit rigged so his his powers wouldn't work. <laughs> right, right. And then he was like, "Oh, oh it's escaping me. I will have to come back. It's not. I'm not feeling it right now, or some shit like that." Yeah. He was that, like, "Yeah, right. Yeah, feel a, it because it's fucking glued, you asshole." And then he would investigate the televangelists, and right. he would fucking uh, call them out on his shit. John Edwards. Was he one of them? Well, yeah. They figured, they found out that he would have a holding cell for like the people that are going to be on the show. And the, mic, and the room was rigged with mics. So they listened. Oh, Aunt Bernice, she's going to keep... Uh, hopefully, he's going to tell us who Aunt Bernice is. You know, if he can read... Uncle Freddie, 
He's and then he they would hear all this and then he would go to them. He knew who they were because it was also not only wired for sound, but they had little uh, cameras in there. And he would go right up to Uncle Freddy and he'd be like, "I'm getting an F. <laughs> I'm feeling uh, an F. It's uh, Eddie, uh, uh, Teddy, uh, Freddy." Freddy? Freddy? Yes, Freddy! Uncle Freddy, are you here? Uh, Uncle Freddy, Dad, you killed Uncle Freddy! Yeah. <laughs> the best is, as a matter of fact, I saw uh, on Saturday Night Live, they did a skit with the John Edwards guy. And he's going over to him. It was Will Ferrell. Oh, he's and he's great. going over and he's like, um, I'm feeling, uh, is it an S? I mean, is it an A? Is it like, no, no. I'm getting... That's C's. It's C's going down the whole alphabet. <laughs> and it, it's fucking hilarious. But that's what they do. They just go, um, I feel like somebody's trying to get in touch with me. And he's in front of somebody. Meanwhile, everybody there has got somebody that's dead that they're yeah. trying to get in touch with. So it's like shooting fish in a barrel, if you think about it. That, that um, you know what, Paulie? I don't know how we got here. And I don't know how to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. This is like watching YouTube. Bro. Yeah, you get in this fucking loop and you can't fucking get out of it. Well, you know, we'll be talking about fucking conspiracy theories and prints. Now, you hear about this one? Oh, wait, oh this is great. I, I haven't. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, just, just go on YouTube, Prince Illuminati. There's a million of them that came out since he's dead. What? How did he die? What's the de- cause of death? Do we know? died because the Warner Brothers put a hit out on him. <laughs> And I'm telling you, this is what they're saying out there. Warner Brothers put a hat on him because he finally, after 18 years, he was fighting them for his money. He finally got his money two years ago. And now you got to remember, it coincides with the Illuminati uh, sacrificial season, which oh. is like the last week of April or the middle of April to May 1st. And... This went into I, I I was bugging out on this the other day. As a matter of fact, I'm guilty. I gotta say, I'm guilty of it. I went down the YouTube wormhole and it somehow led me into Beyonce. Now oh Jesus! With this whole thing, which is uh, she's a she's they're gonna the whole beef that Jay Z got beat up in the elevator is because they're trying to sacrifice Beyonce's nephew what because the fuck? they gotta they need a sacrifice. It's gotta happen. Between this time and that time, this is my, uh, I just stay off of YouTube. They make it, they, yo, they got to say, some of these guys, some of these conspiracy theories do a great fucking job with their videos and their timelines and their fucking evidence and shit. I saw one that, it was a video, right? It was Robert Zemeckis knew about 9-11 and the proof is in Back to the Future. Right. They show a building getting hit or something like that. The uh, Twin Pines Mall represents the Twin Towers. Right. And if you look at it at a certain t- if you watch it backwards at a certain time in the day. It falls it reveals, down. It reveals to you the the great uh, the great Saddam uh, Hussein's uh, conspiracy. Get the fuck out it's of here. It's crazy, man. But, but you they, know what? They, they, could, they, they have, an, they have uh, connected dots to everything, if you haven't noticed. They got way too much time on their hands. How do they figure all this shit out that there's a clock in the back of Back to the Future? There's a clock that, that it's one nineteen in the afternoon. Oh, but the, flip it around. What does it say? Nine eleven. Do a numerics. One plus nine plus ten plus eight equals nine eleven. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But it, you know, it, 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 do you actually believe in any kind of conspiracy theories or, or, or like you know aliens or any of these things? I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure there's there's got to be some sort of 
comparison to everything. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I'm a great believer in the unknown. I don't think we're supposed to know this shit. You know what I mean? I think when you figure it out, when you're dead. Yeah, it's yeah. like you, some things we can't wrap our fucking minds around. If we try to, we'll turn ourselves inside out. I mean, I guess, I, you know, look, if you look at anything long enough, you know what I'm saying, you can see comparisons and everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it all depends on how much you read into it. It's also, if you're looking for something, you'll find something. That's another thing. Like, you remember back in the day when TV would, like, end? Yeah. And you would get, like, snow? Yeah. The end of the broadcasting, and this concludes uh, our broadcasting day. They would play it in the Star Spangled Banner, yeah. and then it would go right into snow. So I don't know if I was a weirdo, but I would just stare into that snow, <laughs> and, and I would back. I would start seeing shit. Like yeah. you would, your eyes would just create shit in the snow. It's a Rorschach test, bro. So it's like the same thing. If you want to see something, or if you stare at something long enough, you'll find something. Sure, absolutely. And, and and that's what they play on. You know what I'm saying? They play on they play on people's belief in the unknown and people's gullibility at the same time. You know, I'm not gonna fear. say it's all it's all you know it's all bullshit. No, I mean there are certain things, but you know it all it all depends on what you choose to believe. You know. And I think a lot of the 9/11 conspiracy people have uh, just they're so like in denial that we can be attacked like that. that yeah, it, it must is it have been hard? something is else. It that hard to believe that people want to fucking kill us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's like listen, they got in a plane and they fucking attacked us. Uh, yeah. But it's that's a it's it's an uncomfortable feeling to feel vulnerable like as a country. So they have to come up with this fucking elaborate <laughs> thing. Makes himself feel better about you know about what happened about the the harsh reality of it. The one, the one conspiracy theory that I don't know anything about, but it seems like this is the one that people believe the most. Do you know anything about this chemtrail shit? Yeah, I mean, only from what I, again, I went down the YouTube, uh, <laughs> YouTube wormhole. As a matter of fact, going back to Prince, they said that in the days before he was killed, he was on a few uh, interviews and he was talking about chemtrails. Wow, really? Look at that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Bring all it all crazy. back around. You know what I mean? It's all it's all relevant. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's why they killed him because he knew he was onto something. That's another one out there, bro. I'll send you the links, bro. It's not, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I don't want him. <laughs> don't send me the link, please. Don't do me any favors. But it's funny you say that because, again, paraphrasing Prince, he would bug out and say, "Oh wow, look, a a, a jet just flew over over overhead." And then he would wonder why half hour later people are beating each other up in the streets and killing each other. Is it the fact that you live in the ghetto where they do that all the time or was it a chemtrail? He was blaming he was blaming uh chemtrails uh, for the uh the violence that was happening right after the chemtrails had, you know, settled. Like they were the atmosphere. They were like crop dusting fucking fight juice. Or like, <laughs> what, what, maybe, maybe it was like, you know, like vape. Like they have all the different flavors for vape. Maybe they got like one for fighting, you know, one for uh, kumbaya, you know, one for... One for uh, fucking. Yeah, one, one for dressing like your aunt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let me ask you about this, man. I mean, speaking about dressing like your aunt, the transgender <laughs> bathroom thing. I oh, mean, my God, dude. Listen, why don't you just just use if you're a girl, use the girl's bathroom. If you're a woman, if you're a man, use the man's bathroom. I mean, honestly, who's to say that there's not some fucking hurt hanging out in either bathroom? You know what I mean? You know, spying on you or whatever, just just getting their kicks. So that's, that's and now the president said now everybody you got you got to adhere to it. Like you know, 
got to deal with it. Yeah, like, you... I, I don't care if I'm. I'll piss on the side of the fucking the wall if I feel like there's some you know wackadoo in the bathroom. Bathrooms are pretty. Public bathrooms are pretty creepy places to begin with. I don't know about you. Yeah, they, they, yeah, and, and the fucking the the, the uh, I don't know if you want to call them perverts, predators, whatever they are, they'll find a way. Oh, and yeah. this is just another way for them to find another way to in. This is another. And going back to conspiracy theories, it's like you know, look, this is the uh, this is the way to to kill this country from the inside out. You know what I mean? We story about people coming here to kill us. Now they're here. And they're just going to eat us. They're like termites. Yeah. They eat, they eat the house from the inside out. And before you know it, you got no house. Yeah. Turning into, you know, godless society. You know what I mean? And just all these things. This is maybe call me an old fart or whatever. But, like, I remember 30 years ago, like it was 30 minutes ago. And but I could see I could see the parallels. Like, things are not the way they used to be. And yeah. it's not a good thing either. Well, I think some things... Um... You need order. You need some sort of order, bro. You know what I mean? I don't want. I, listen, I didn't. I didn't grow up in in the Tombstone days, the Wild Wild West, but it was pretty wild. There was a reason why it's called the Wild Wild West. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was before laws. You know, before law and order came into into play. You need to have some sort of guideline. You, know, you got to look ones. You got to worry about them going out into the street and getting killed, shot, run down by people who don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's really it's, it's it's crazy what's going on out there, man. I mean, it's like it's like going back to like uh, Escape from New York and all these. Remember when we were kids, we'd see these futuristic, fucking yeah. di- dystopian type films, and you'd be scared, like holy shit, man. I hope, man, I, hope, I think nowadays it's ten times worse than John Carpenter ever fucking. And, yeah, up. they couldn't listen. It, the, the the time we're living in right now. Let's just break it down for a second. We all have these things in our pockets that connects us with the whole world, right? Um, we have a presidential candidate that's being invested by the FBI, another presidential can- candidate that is pretty much a businessman, okay. and um, and uh, Bernie Sanders. I, I don't really know much about him, so I can't put a characterization on him right now. Uh, he just reminds me of uh, Ignatowski from Taxi. Uh, okay, dog, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do with uh, Oh yeah, Doc Brown, yeah. Yeah, well that was uh, Christopher Lloyd. And then this is you I don't even think they could have written this type of shit. It, if they did it would be a comedy. Yeah, no, uh, what were they saying now too? Um that movie Idiocracy, have you ever seen it? You know what? I know, I know about it. I know the plot. I know what it's about. I've never watched it because it was just so stupid. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're saying it's a lot like what's going on right now. Well, the gist of that movie is in the future, just everyone is just stupid due to, like, you know. Like now. <laughs> shit that's happening now. People are watching the Kardashian yeah. show when they're just on their phones on the show. Yeah. It's like, you know, I see this thing for one of the Jenners, like, they're like, yeah, she's performing here. I'm like, performing Performing what? What do you do? What do you do? Like, uh, what do you do? She's going to come out and show her tits and walk what away? show off her latest boyfriend? Like, what, are they, what is that? What are you doing? Maybe they're going to show a new sex tape. Some of that, or she's gonna perform, uh, you know, fellatio on a bunch of people. Ooh, I might show up for that one. That would get them in. That keep the fans in the stands. That one, right? Let me tell you something about them. I don't know nothing about them, but I know that little one, the young, young, young one, had so much fucking plastic oh. surgery. <laughs> How the fuck did she turn into that person? Going back to those memes we always talk about, like there was, there's one of them I saw there. I was just like, wow, that that is funny. I mean, look, she looked like. A completely different person. 
And that's and she, not she's maturity. Not even, she's not even that old either. Like so, it's like this wasn't that long ago. No, it was almost like overnight. It's like complete transformation. That's fucking sick, dude. That's um, it would, whoever did it did a great fucking job. I gotta tell you. Let me tell you something. That, that's an artist. But yeah, man. But like, it's kind of weird that that had to happen. Yeah, why? See, what's even weirder and scarier than that is people are not happy in their own skin. Yeah, I mean, she felt like she had to do it. It's yeah, fucked like, up. What kind, what kind of like, what kind of hate do you have for yourself? You know, because yeah. just remember, you're the same. That's the same. No matter what they look like, that's the same person underneath there. Yeah, it is. It, it's, if you, I don't, I don't know why. If I feel, feel bad because it's the little one. It was a little, little one too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now look at her father, right? Oh wow. Now, now it's her aunt, right? Would that be her aunt? I think she's he, he he's gonna po- pose nude now. <laughs> oh Jesus! This is what I'm saying, man. This is like, what's next, bro? What is next? I don't want to know. I don't think we. I don't think we have a choice in that. I think we're gonna find out in the in the next by twenty twenty. It's gonna be like, and not for anything good either. Like, why can't they do good shit? You know what I mean? Why, why make the world a better place instead of like? What I mean, it sounds so cliche to say, but it's like you know. Well, because it's all for likes or what? I'm like, are we gonna do away with currency now, and we're just gonna get likes, thumbs ups. Yeah, we'll pay for things with likes. Well, look, I got uh, 100 likes on this. That's got to be good for something. Well, the people who are behind a lot of this, like, oversensitivity and, um, you know, getting offensive, you have the right to be to, to be offended. A lot of these people think they're doing the right thing by celebrating diversity. We know we have to be diverse, but don't point out our differences. Cause <laughs> but, but that's like you're not it's doing the, the right thing. It's the great double standard. You know, you can't have one for one and not for the other. That's not diversity. That's not being fair. Right. You know, and it's like the, you know, like a lot of liberals, you know, they want to scream and yell. But then the minute you scream and yell your your freedom, your right to say what you want to say, all of a sudden, what? That's not, well, because it doesn't coincide with what you feel. Yeah. So I'm wrong. So, I mean, uh, what happened to freedom of speech? Yeah. And what hap- a, if, you, if you're offended, I have a right to offend you. Also, and why? What happened to like? Maybe I don't like Obama because I don't like his policies. Why is it because he's black? Like, why am I a racist because I don't like a guy because of his policies? As not, like that, well, now you're making it about race, right? Well, that's the thing. But, but also too, let's be honest here. He and that means you don't like white people either because he's he's half white, right? Right. That's a th- that's never gets brought up. Never. But that's not that's that's only half of the glass, you know. Yeah. It's like you. That's again, it's a double standard, you know. It's it's the quickest way out of an argument is to call somebody a racist. Yeah, and and you know it's fucked up if you call somebody a racist, um, who's like just I disagree with you know uh, Obama's policies. Oh, you're a racist. Well, if I'm a racist, then what does that make the guy who's hanging people? Like, right. what, what do you call that guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just uh, he's exercising his views. I mean, geez, uh, the guy who's dragging someone down the block in a pickup. If I'm a racist, what the fuck does that make right. him? I mean, Is they're it- really like watering rape, rape, uh, uh, pe- calling people rapists and racists and using these really heavy words that have a lot of weight to them. But uh, you're not using them in the right capacity. And they're usually the ones that are the most of get offended the quickest. So they're using offensive words to to call to uh, slander exactly. somebody. It's, it's, and, and right there, when I, I, so I don't have any 
I don't have arguments with people. I, have, I don't even have discussions with people like that because I've noticed that this, this younger class of, of kids are like that. And that's like where I'm from that usually, you know, there is no argument. You usually get a slap in the mouth. You know what I mean? Or you, you, get, you get physically accosted for, the, for that. And that shit used to happen back in the days. You know what I mean? Maybe that's these kids don't fight or, you know what I mean? Or whatever. They're afraid to get punched in the face or something. Mm. But that usually where I'm from would be one of the quickest ways to get you knocked out or accosted. I think that's the way it should be. Because I think, I, I really think, I think I was talking about, hold up. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I was talking about this to. Uh, I forgot who it was. Uh, I'm offended by your burping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I was talking about this. I forgot who it was, but I think everyone kind of has to be humbled. I mean, you got to get hit in the face when you say something stupid. Cause that'll teach you to not say that thing again in, in, in the future. Right. I mean, everyone needs to be humbled. But the world we live in now, the person who's reacting is the per- is the bad person now. Not the person right. who's acting. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you do something bad to me, I do something back in response. I'm the bad guy now. Right, right. It's That's like not these, the way it should it's, be. It's like the people like you know that that are going to Trump's. We're getting paid to go to Trump's rallies to start beefs and and also it's like they're doing the same exact thing that I thought they were supposed to be against. So yep. it makes no sense. You become a hypocrite. Hypocrites get no respect from me. And they go there and they they they're paid to protest and start trouble. But then it's a problem when they get kicked out. Right, or they get punched, or they get, or they get right, or it they get a handle. Doesn't work that way. It's not supposed to work that way. You, nah. if you wouldn't have came in there, you wouldn't have got knocked the fuck out or right. whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it doesn't work every, that way. Where I'm from, every re, every action causes a reaction. Yes. So if you grab me by the shirt, I'm not gonna cower. You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? You try yeah. to you throw a punch at me, it's coming right at you. Like you know. Yeah. You, that's, that's it's called cause and effect. Right, exactly. Fucking causality. That's what happens. You're gonna you know fucking I mean? say some shit to me, and I'm gonna do something to you, and you're the victim. Fuck it. Fuck. You you slap me, then I jaw you one, <laughs> and then you scream and yell that you got jawed. This is the world we live in. It, it, it's it's well, at least this is the world that we see. This is. I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm a younger generation too that's acting like this. Because I'm not know. down there in the trenches. I'm not down there in the streets. I don't know what's going on out there, but this is the way it seems. Right, this is the way. Right. This, this is the way. It's, this is what it's seeming seeming to be. And you know what? Also, too, uh, it's probably. I, I. I mean, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. But it's probably when I was a kid, I fucked up. I got a beaten. I didn't do it again. I didn't get talked to for a half an hour and lectured on why I did what I did was wrong and I had to sit in the corner and have a timeout or anything. I didn't, there was none of that. Timeout was getting cracked with a belt. Timeout was getting chased around the, around the dining room table with a spoon or a fork that I was going to get stabbed with. You know what I mean? Oh, that's child abuse. And I didn't do it again. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I didn't was I didn't have to write a, a, a 50 page, you know, a, a thousand words or less, uh, you know, thesis as to why <laughs> I shouldn't write on the wall. Yeah. You know, in my mother's house, you know, or, you know, I beat the kid up with a wiffle ball bat. I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to put a YouTube apology out. Oh, yeah. I got oof. a beat for the beating that I, that I caused. I got right back. You you just made me do you just made me do chill out the way the people do with all these apologies the, the YouTube apologies and shit the, the, oh if I got caught doing something wrong I was afraid to go home because I would get a worse beating in the house than I would 
from the kid's father. Yeah. Kid's father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And back then, you know, that's how things were handled. You know, you touch somebody's kid, you know what I mean? I don't mean touch them like if you put your hands on them in a, in a, in a violent way, you know what I mean? You got you, you got a beating when you got home. They the the mother kid the the kid's mother told your mother and she beat the shit out of you worse than you hit the kid. What do you think about um I better well better retract that. Who knows? This day and age you're fucking sending this yeah. to my house. <laughs> this is well, all hypothetical freedom of speech, by the way. Yeah, like, hypothetical. You know, uh, what do you think? I, you know, I'm I'm not a big politics guy. I don't really. The only time I really talk yeah, about yeah. politics is when my brother's on because he's got a lot of. He's very opinionated. Everything, but I just want to ask you what your if you what your thoughts are if you have any on, on the Trump thing. Um, I don't. You know, I don't know. All I gotta say is, you know, people are getting really scared and things like that. But even if he did win, presidents never do what the fuck they say they're gonna do anyway. So what is everybody gonna worry about? It's all a show, bro. This is the new reality show. The presidency has become a new reality show. You know what I mean? I'm more concerned about fucking people coming in here to do harm to our country. Yeah, man. And I don't care who they are. You know what I mean? They could be homegrown, whatever. It's wrong. You know what I mean? Taking innocent lives is wrong. I don't care which way you slice it. I don't care who's in the office. I don't care who's not. You don't do that. You know? You start, you start. you know what I mean? You start with, with being the right person for yourself and then you do unto others as they would do unto you. You know what I mean? That's just how I look at it. But as far as him going, everybody's getting old. People are going to move to another country. Good. Go. Yeah. Get out of here. I mean, I'm not for him. I'm not not for him. I'm not against him. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a casual observer in this whole thing. I'm really going to miss Whoopi Goldberg, by the way, when she goes yeah. to Canada. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know what I mean? I, I offered to help a pack, too. I didn't hear nothing back from a people yet. So. Uh, it's the worst. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, the presidency's all big sham anyway. So, you know. I heard this story. It was from, I forgot what college it was from. But, you know, it's from a college, so you know it's going to be fucking douchey. Oh, God. It especially this day and age. Yeah. Uh, someone wrote in chalk on the cement, Trump 2016. And uh, some students, a lot of students got... Went to the dean or the whoever the fuck is in charge of college and says they're scared for their life. Really? Because some, <laughs> <laughs> someone wrote tw- Trump 2016 in chalk on the sidewalk. You see? You see? You see? What this? the fuck? This is this is what I'm talking about, bro. I, don't, I mean, because that guy's really scaring you that bad. I mean, come on. What are you worried about? I mean, you, they act like he's going to come into everybody's house and and, <laughs> and fuck with them. And it costs them. You know what I'm saying? It's, you got to be kidding me. That's just, well, what about all the, I don't even think Bush. I mean, I thought Bush was the one. Forget it. They all went crazy. And they loved to diss him. They did this. They did that. Uh, he was the one. He screwed the country up. He did this. He did that. And this guy's not even. This guy's not even in the office, and they're all they're like, uh, you know, they're acting like they're all getting sent off to uh, military school. Everybody's Hitler too. That's another oh, thing. Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, that's a good one. No, not the but not the people that are actually flying planes into buildings and bombing people right. across the world. They're okay. They're not Trump. They're not the real people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're they're. they're it's, they're a victim of circumstance, right? That's to, to, yeah, okay. So that's horrible. You're right, though. I mean, how how is that? You're worried about Trump. You're not worried about people getting bombed left and right all over the world. They're not worried about that, and they want them to come here. That's that's that whole yeah. That thing is that's a. I don't know what was going on with that, but 
I'm not that's bad about news. Trump. That's bad news. People bringing them people in here. I'm worried about. I, you see, see, I don't know. You're in Long Island. They're out here. They're they're doing gas testings in the subways out here just in case somebody you know drops a smart bomb in one of these tunnels or on the train. Oh you know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah, and nobody's nobody got that. Nobody cares that that could be a reality. If they're already testing that out, that means they know something's up. Yeah, I think you're right because they. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, nobody's worried about that. I was on all the New York uh, channels out here. Forget it. They have they have to tell everybody that, but, but they're just testing for the particles. But I mean, to me, a red flag went up. I wonder what the theory is behind that now. They must know something. I'm gonna YouTube that do. shit later. Yo, New York City gas test tunnels. Yeah, check it out. I'll send you the link if you, if you don't want to get you want to get you want you want to get scared. <laughs> check that out. You'll be you'll be bugging. I'm sure there's crazy theories about it already. Aliens and fucking all sorts of shit. Oh no, it's not real. It's Trump. Trump did it. Trump jumped as soon as he's as soon as he's in office, he's gonna be uh, dropping smart bombs. All right, let's um. There was uh, something else I want to talk to you about. I fucking it's just. Uh, we went down the wormhole. We went down the wormhole, but there was something about the wormhole I want to talk to you about, but I forgot. But um, yeah, let's talk about the the wilding incident video. That's um, I I uh, I watched that video. You're in the video for a second there, little little, little cameo. Little cameo. Um, Shout out to Sasha Jenkins and Danny Diablo. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good fucking song too, man. I really like that song. I, I really like the band a lot, man. I'm 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 big into them. I'm a big fan of the Wilding Incident. That's why my boy Joe Good Things hit me up, and I was like, "Yo, man, I'll come meet you guys." I haven't been. It was you shot it in Thompson Square Park, and uh, I haven't been there in whew, in a long time, so it was bugged out. And it's crazy too because I was walking through the city. I got off the wrong train, Mister New York. I get off the wrong train, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking through the city, and it happened to be on a Bern- Bernie Sanders rally or some shit. I had to oh, walk boy. through. Oh my god, dude. I would tell you, I walk through the city and it's not, even the city is not the city that used to be my city, bro. Even 10 years ago, even 15 years ago. It's crazy, yeah. I walked through and I just had this air. There's just this air about like, you know, just the pussification was in the air. I just, it was just, just so douchey. I was like, wow. And then getting to Thompson Square Park and I remember that place used to be pretty wild. It was like a circus in there. Yeah, yeah. I was there when I was young, man. That was, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, the same kind of, you know, whack of dudes in there, but it just, even that was kind of like, like back then, you know, people really were living this way. This shit kind of seemed to me, the people that were in the park kind of even seemed like it was like, like an act. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like, acting. like, like, like they were there not because they were there. They were there just to be there. Just yeah. That like makes trying, any sense? Yeah. No, I I hear what you say. Like trying hard to be weird. Like you know what I mean? You know what someone's trying? You know, we used to call them poses back in the day. You yeah. Know what I'm saying. You look the part. You know, you got your crunchy socks on. You haven't showered in a few months. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, even that seemed like store bought. Like prepackaged, you know I mean? like prepackaged, yeah, yeah. Like, like costume, you know what I mean? Like they bought, you know what I mean? Like they bought this costume that they're wearing. And it was all the people. And I was just like, except for my crew that was there, you know, we, you know, we, they were real, actual real people from back in the day. But it was just the, you know, the the inhabitants, I should say. Yeah, everything is like every, everything they saw, they saw on TV or on, or on Twitter or Instagram or something. The only people that I actually kind of believed 
was anybody over 50 years old in the park. Right. I was just, just bummed out. Like I was like, all right, I know you're, I know you're for real. You're not lying. You're not lying. You, you're definitely lying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, wow, things have changed that much. And this is, this is another reason why, you know, it's like, maybe I, I need to just go into my own little cocoon. You know, I mean, I've seen the world over a million times. Yeah. I don't like what I'm seeing out there, man. And I don't have to like it either. I just go, you know, yeah. I just won't be a part of it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. But but back to the wilding incident. That was a great time. We had a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I'm, the video looks dope. It's a great song. The album is, the EP is great. I shouldn't say the album. The EP is sick. And uh, big up to my boys, Danny Diablo, Sasha Jenkins, Wilding Incident, you know, big up Joe Good Things. Yeah, you know. I like the song because it's like, it's not just a run-of-the-mill average like hardcore punk song. It's got something else to it. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I, it's just a good, it's just a solid, tight song, man, for real. Yeah, but also too, you know, look, you know, look who it is. You know, I mean, you know, fucking Isaac, bro, Scarhead. He's know? prolific, that dude. That dude's how many? Thorns, he's in like ten different bands right now. Yeah, and he's doing every one of them. You know, classic. You know, the way it should be done. You know, he's the blueprint of, if you want to sound authentic, follow him. You know what I mean? Follow his lead. I caught, yeah. I'm sorry, what, what's that? I caught um, one of his shows uh, with the hip-hop act. It was pretty fucking good, man. It, it yeah, was like pick up all the ill rock sh- soldiers. Yeah, know? man, it was pick good up shit. My man Diesel. Matter of fact, they're at Lucky 13 right now, actually. Yeah, big up all the boys, Scam Dust, all of them. They're all around the DJ Cars, the whole DMS squads out there. I was going to go, yeah, but I had a few things I had to do here, and then I knew I was going to be calling you up. So I was like, all right, plus I got to get up early tomorrow. But, what's going on with uh? What's going on, Paulie Denuja, man? How you, what are you up to? What's the matter, buddy? Sorry. <laughs> uh, my son just came running out of the room with a scary look on his face. Right? Uh, he, might, he probably got. He probably. He probably heard about the conspiracy theories. We're talking I know, he's about. nervous about chem, <laughs> chemtrails. He's like, why chemtrail? Who Trump? So what's, <laughs> what's going on with Paulie Denuja, man? What What you working on? Anything going uh, on? Got a nice uh, release right now on iTunes, Google Play. Uh, Apple Music, uh, me and uh, the dancehall superstar from the 80s and 90s, Major Macro. We got a song called Bad Mind Not Play. Uh, it's out on Dubshot Records. Big up all the Dubshot crew. Um, it's been doing pretty well. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to uh, be rocking with a legend like Mr. Major Macro. And I got, of course, the Long Beach Dub All-Stars. They're getting back together. They're going to be doing a bunch of shows out west. Um we got some Dead Rabbit stuff going on. Nice. We got my man G-Dubs. I'm uh, going to be doing some new stuff with him. Uh, we'll also, we got a group called the Dirty Birds coming out. Nice. <laughs> completely different. Not hip-hop at all. It's like on some pub rock shit. What's that? That we do. Uh, it's like, it's like, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of bringing us back to the old uh, K-Rock days, 104. You know, some good old home, down-home rock and roll music. Fully working with a band, Tommy Salami. We got my man Tim, um, and it's just uh, it's it's all it's all like pub rock stuff that you would hear in a bar, almost like a cover band, but but original stuff. Oh, nice! <coughs> Scotty Edge and I have been penning some original stuff. Sounds um, good. Yeah, yeah. I gotta so, say, um, uh, I want to say what's up to uh, Nikki from the UK. She's a listener, and um, she was in New Zealand at the time. Boy, she was she loved that Irish flu song, man. 
Ah, thank you, thank you. Big up, Nikki. Yeah, that was a good. T- that was a great song. We play that every 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 March, Patty's Month, from the first to the thirty first. We rock that jam out. I that must have listened to that song about thirty fucking times, man. What a great song that is. Big up, Jim Perkins, producer on that. He's on the chorus. Uh, yeah, I love that song too. That's a great one. That's up there with Bujkowski. That's Reminds me of the life I used to lead. All right, so they can get the the new stuff on iTunes. Um, tell them what it is again. Uh, Wait, should we play it out or? What's that? Should we play it out? Or should we play the song to uh, go out to sh- uh, end the show? Uh, do I have a do, do, do you got it? Did I send that to you? If it's on iTunes, I'll just grab it. Yeah, it's up there on iTunes. Uh, it's on Google Play and um, Apple Music. It's called uh, Badman We Not Play. And it's uh, Paulie Nugent and Major Mackerel on Dub Shot Records. You could play it out, or we could uh, we could play out the Wilding Incident. That's a good song too. You want to do that? It's probably a good one to go out. With. Yeah, before uh, we get to before we drop, we'll, we'll we'll let everybody go check out uh, the Major Macro tune on iTunes and take us out with the Wilding Incident, and that'll be uh, that'll be a wrap, as they say, for this for this installment. Yeah, man, but you know what though? I gotta get you back sooner because I mean I could just keep going right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, keep absolutely. fucking going. <laughs> We're going down the wormhole. Bro. Uh, one last thing. Uh, you got like I don't know five more minutes. Sure. One last thing. Um, what do you think about the Rogue One trailer? Oh man, I'm pretty psyched about it. I actually uh, I've been watching multiple times. Uh, but now I'm into dissecting mode because I bought um, I bought the new one that just came out. Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So I've been really been out with that. Watching it every day. I'm super psyched on the Rogue Trail. But I'm kind of, I like, I'm still digging The Force Awakens and I'm still digging like all the stuff. I'm still trying to put things together. I've been actually speaking of the wormholes. I got thrown down a wormhole with uh, all the uh, Star Wars um, theories and shit. Yeah, the theories and uh, the speculating on who Snoke is. Yeah, I, I I went through a couple of those. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget who those guys were again, but they. Darth Plagueis and all yeah, these guys. Darth, yeah, I was going down a wormhole with all of that. Um, also, too, with the Emperor could be. Then they're saying about this thing with the back to tank. You don't notice that? I don't know that one. Yeah, it's 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 something. I think it's for the Rogue Trailer, <clears throat> and um, they just show uh, a hooded figure. It could be going. Was the back to tank or walking from the back to tank? If it's even a back to tank, which now they're kind of. But the thing that's definitely giving it away is two royal crimson guard on either side, which, as we all know, all us geeks, that's only there if there's an emperor in the presence. Yeah. But now I went down to home with them, and it's. I heard now they after the emperor died, they all. Some of them killed themselves. Some of them went rogue. Some of them went into business for themselves. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot, speaking of theories, there's a lot of theories going around right now as to who it is in this one particular scene. It's real quick. They show it in the trailer. It could be just the emperor, no? It could be. Um, now this, this, this rogue one is now, is it in the same time or is it after? Right after, um, right after uh, the episode uh, three, 
um, yeah. t- takes off. Is I, it around, I, around that time? I think, it, I think it's more... Well, they were saying it, it's, it's, a, it's a completely different story line. It's in between three and four. It's in between three and four. But I right. think it's more towards four. Okay, which would be the New Hope. It's more towards the New Hope timeline because, you know, the whole thing is them getting the, the Death Star plans and everything. Okay, so then that means then it's probably the Emperor. Mm. I would say mm. if I had to, if I had to put, if I was a betting man, I'd probably bet that it would be the Emperor. Now with the Force Awakens, uh, we have Ray is is the main hero. Yeah, now he, is it to start? Is it Luke's daughter? I, I, you know what? That's what your first theory is, but it's too obvious. She has she has forced uh, sensibilities. The reason why she was given his lightsaber and it spoke to her. Spoke to her. She got visions, much like remember when he had, when he was on Dagobah, in Empire. Mm-hmm. He got the visions of his father after um, he was already after he was already given the knowledge that from the big man himself that it, that he was indeed his father. All signs point to her being his daughter, but I think that's a little was, too on the nose. I thought it was Leia's daughter at first. The way they hugged and everything at that one moment, yeah. Yeah, and also too, um, they had they had a boy and a girl, Jace and. Uh, well, see now, now let me ask you this: so now the whole extended universe as we knew it is now wiped out. Yeah, they wiped out all that shit out. Yeah, because that was Han and Leia had a boy and a girl. Yeah. Now the boy obviously became uh, Kylo Ren. Now where's the girl? Or is she in the row in row one? But it couldn't be because she wouldn't have been born yet. No, that whole expanded universe is out. See, that sucks because I was really I got I got I got a nice bit of knowledge out of that. You know that sucks for all those people. I mean, including yourself, who 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 knew all of it and read all of it. It's all gone. It's all it sucks, man. Because yeah, I like, mo- I feel like that I feel like that's not fair. Like you, you yeah know, yeah. You, if you're gonna wipe it out, rewrite it. And from what I understand, there was some pretty good stuff in there. Oh, hell yeah. Like, forget it. I, I thought it was just Darth Vader. I didn't know there was a whole, you know what I mean? Uh, this is even before uh, the, um, what do you call it? Um, what was the one with, with Anakin called? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a real too big. My favorite was the Attack of the Clones out of all three of those. But, oh, um, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Phantom Clones. Phantom Menace, yeah. right, right, right. Um, uh, there was, I didn't, you know, they showed the other, right, well, he was a Zabrak, right? It was Darth Maul. I didn't yeah. know any of that. I thought it was just Darth Vader. I didn't know it was a whole, you know, they just knighthood of, of Darth. Sith. The Darth, Sith. Yeah, yeah, Darth Bane, Darth Plagueis, you know, uh, all these whack, crazy looking. They looked even crazier than, than Darth Vader. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa, this is yeah. what kind of, what else is there that I don't know? And then they did all the, they did all the backgrounds on, on, on everything from Mandalorians and everything, yeah, right? On, on races of, of species, planets, uh, blasters, uh, fucking you know uh, vehicles. I mean, down to down to what they drank at the at the Star Wars bar. <laughs> at the cantina, Mos Eisley. Yeah, yeah Mos Eisley, right? Exactly. Well, Mon Calamari and all these fucking, <laughs> you know, the Caminoans. You know, I was. This is all. This is all now. Just wiped away. That doesn't. Yeah, doesn't... They, it's all gone, man. What he said was with the, the 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 expanded universe is no longer in the continuity of the world. But they they said they will like pull from it a little bit. They have to because 
you can't for them to erase extended universe would be erasing the first three. Just like you know, in in the expanded <laughs> universe, Luke's Luke and um, what was his wife? Uh, Kayla, Kyra. Uh, I thought it was uh, Kayla, right? Some shit like that, but their son was Ben. Right, right. That and in this thing. one, it's it's Han and Leia's son is called Ben. Right, right. So I, they're pulling I, it a little bit, you know? I haven't even... Uh, I didn't put that correlation together either, too. So this is what I'm saying also brings us back to Rhea. Rhea sounds like Kayla, Kyla, whatever. You know what I mean? Like... It's a female. I forgot her name. Uh, the red and, Luke's okay. wife was a redhead in, in the in the expanded universe. I forgot right, her name. Right, and now he's on this uh this this uh Jedi island now, right? Or, or it's Jedi temple. They believe it's it, it could be the first Jedi temple. Right. So I get yeah, but this is now thirty years after a New Hope. Mm-hmm. So, I it, it's it's. So, so if there's a Jedi Temple, then the Jedi Temples were in the Extended Universe. So how is that? What are they picking and choosing what they want to use from the Extended Universe? Well, the, They have to. Because, I mean, you can't... Then that means you can't tell the Star Wars story. Well, I think they'll probably take what they want from it. Uh, probably. And now, I guess, Disney, they could do whatever they want, you know. And then this gives them the opportunity to release new books for the new world. Well, that's the thing. That's That's... I could see exactly where they're going with that. Yeah, but I don't. See, I don't think it's a bad move not to have J.J. Abrams in the next doing the next one. I thought he did a great job with this one. Uh, you know, it's kind of almost going back to like when the first when Star Wars was first, the first New Hope. They didn't expect it to to blow up. Right. So then they had a different director to Empire, which wound up being the best one out of the three. Even though I like Jedi, I like them all. I like the first three all, for different reasons. He was but, George Lucas's teacher or some shit, or or Erwin Kirshner, I think his Irwin name is. Erwin Kirshner, yeah, and also too, he was also had now disbanded himself from the Writers Guild, the Directors Guild, so he couldn't have directed the first one or any of them at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I again going down the wormholes. That's how Erwin Kirshner and the first guy that directed Star Wars. Because he had already taken himself out of the he, out of the guild, out of just because uh, something happened with a lot of his uh, with his writing, and then there was a strike, and he wound up finishing the script anyway, and that got him disbanded. So then they told him you can't direct. So then he got even though he was a part of the projects and it was his, he owned it. He had pick and choose of who he wanted to direct it. Oh, okay. So, and then that's why he's, and he still to this day is, has nothing to do with any of the writers guild or any of that. So, wow, look at that. And, and wound up a lot of people. I mean, I would say probably one of my favorite is empire. Me too. Them all. I would probably say empire first, even though the first one was when I saw as a kid and totally opened my eyes to the whole star Wars world. But I, as I grew older, I got more into it. So it made and this, the, Empire meant more to me than say Jedi. Jedi was is a close second too because I still remember that like it was yesterday. Uh you know what? So now we have the Force Awakens. Is that what's your complete Star Wars movie order? You know, from your favorite to your least favorite. Favorite to least favorite. All right, I have to say, of course, Empire, Jedi, uh, New Hope, Attack of the Clones. Well, actually, no, I could actually say Force Awakens. Because I think they stay closer to the first three. Mm. 
And I like the fact that they used a bit of CGI and, the, and a bit of the puppetry, which was, of course, there was none of that in the first three. It was all they made the puppets and they did the scale models yeah. and all of that, which yep. made fucking shit look phenomenal. Um, for, uh, see, Jedi, no, uh, Empire, Jedi, the New Hope, um, Force Awakens, Tack of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then the least favorite would be uh, Phantom Menace. Phantom. I think everyone. I think everyone in 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 not only America in the world agrees with that Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is bad. Could have done without a lot of that. You know, a lot of that shit. Even even some of like that pod race shit was corny. Mm. Um, and even even in Attack of the Clones, there was some corny shit. Like they're in a bar, and there's like this Star Wars form of football on the flat screens. It's like, oh yeah, uh, right, right. You doing? You don't have to do that. That whole George Bates thing was just completely ridiculous. And also, on Attack of the Clones, which I hated, when the, he goes to like the fifty style diner. Yeah, yeah. Oh. With, the, uh, with the with what's his name, Dax. Yeah, it was bad, like Mel's, man. Like, he's like a Mel's diner. Mel. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Fuck, he even had a mustache, too. Fucking like Vic that. Tayback is fucking yeah, working. Vic Tayback <laughs> mutated. Mutayback. <laughs> I mean, they could have done without that. But, I mean, is it because they just they had to throw it in to, see, you know, like, show that they're, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. A 50s-style diner. In, yes, in, 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 in the fucking universe. That's 50s? weird. Uh, what was next? Going to do the honeymooners like on there? Like uh, you know what? I wouldn't have been surprised if they, <laughs> if they did that. Here's the thing about Attack of the Clones. Uh, for me, uh, it, it's it's that's a boring one for me. But then you have that whole shit on Camino with the cloners. That was, my fav- that was my favorite. My favorite scene in the whole movie. That's fucking great. That whole and fucking actually, thing there. The whole Sam Sam Wessel scene was kind of kind of bugged out too. I kind of strangely uh, for some reason I liked that whole. That whole... That chase scene uh, in the beginning? Is that what you're talking that, about? Yeah, but kind of how she was She was a bounty hunter. Before we knew she was a changeling. Yeah. Uh, she looked kind of bugged out. Almost almost like how um, when I first saw in Jedi, before we knew it was Leia, when she went into Jabba's... Yeah, that, yeah, with that, that shit on. That crazy outfit, like, that was pretty bugged out. Right? And it kind of reminded me the same as that. Um, but the, the, the whole fight on Camino was, was pretty crazy. That was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Uh, you'd be bug, to bug out. I watched that scene and when it, in the summertime and it gets really hot. I fucking hide myself in the, in the bedroom. I get it meat locker cold. And I watched that on my, on my, uh, on my, on my iPad. Yo, it and, looks cold too with the rain and the yeah, fucking it's windy and rainy. Uh, it takes my body temperature down to like twenty degrees. That was a great scene, and um, oh, oh, oh about the. I love the whole Django Fett shit too. That was I was sold on that. They picked the right guy for that too. Yeah, he's like a he's like an MMA dude. He's like a he's like a Samoan MMA guy. I forget his name. He's one of them um them uh, uh them like fucking New Zealand warrior guys. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name. It's like uh, he has a real crazy name. Zimzwawi. Yeah, something, <laughs> something, something like that. Something like a, a lot of consonants together. Yeah. And a few All right, so we're looking forward to Rogue One. That should be pretty cool. Ad ads on the fucking field and shit. Yeah, First time we've seen them since Empire. Oh uh, yeah, they were supposed to be in. They were in the deleted scenes. There was there was a whole uh, a whole um, fight 
uh, sequence with the Adats on the snow uh, planet that they were on the star the star base in in um, Four Awakens, and they had uh, snow speeders and shit. Cool. And they had these other ones that they were, but they it was in the deleted scenes. Check it out on YouTube. It was pretty dope. I don't know why they had something with the continuity that they do. It didn't oh, fit. Yeah. So they got rid of it. <laughs> but then again, they also probably knew the ro- that there was going to be appearing in the Rogue uh, okay. series. You know, let me address something to the fucking the real nerds out there. Let me tell you something. I know it's called AT-ATs, but motherfucker, guys <laughs> like me and Paulie who've been around since the ad-ats. beginning, they're ad-ats, motherfuckers. They're ad-ats. All-terrain, all-terrain vehicles. All-terrain, all-terrain, You know why? Because we had the toys when there was no one to tell us what it was, so they, yeah. we called them AT-ATs. Right. Plus, you know, we, had, we were reading the box. At-at. We were reading the box, so that's what it is. That was it. Which, forget it. Those things were like, if you had that back in the days, yeah. I mean, I had a... I had to get a couple of hundreds on my test to get one of those things, uh, and that was a Christmas one too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was that was you know that was like serious. Those things were like they were like fifty bucks back then. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, that was a lot. They were, they were anywhere between twenty, anywhere between thirty and forty dollars. Which in nineteen eighty two, you know what I'm saying? It could that would probably pay two hundred bucks now. It's a top tier toy, man. I had the X wing yeah. fighter was sick. Uh, I love the X wing fighter, the Falcon, snow speeder. Oh, yep. All that, you know, forget it, forget it, to get, which I've never seen too many of them, the Darth Vader TIE Fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah. right, the, his yeah. uh, his was different. Yeah, it was, the, he had the, uh, the, the, uh, they were rounded wings. Almost like, of, almost like an octagon-ish. Yeah, 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 very octagon-like, uh, I didn't see too many of those, and, and I was in Toys R Us a lot back in those days. Yeah, you know what, did they have the Imperial Guard Emperor ship? Was that a toy? Uh, I think uh, it might have been just a play. Uh, they had those those play scenes, like it wasn't the full ship. It was just the the the, uh, the chair with uh, like a cross section. Yeah, like like one of those like uh, uh, like model like you know those. It was full. It was like it had two tiers, like the basement. Uh, the oh right, the, where you could drop a guy through the truck. One of those. Yeah, like the Dagobah system had a little trap door in it. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen any of the uh, Star Wars fan films? No, I don't think I have. Oh, uh, they're pretty good, man. I ran across one on the f- Amazon f- the Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> I ran across one. I didn't watch it, though. I'm going to send you a couple of these ones. I've seen uh, these guys really go above and beyond, and down to, down to the... The soundtrack down to the costumes, like they're real deal, and they do they they use you could tell. I mean, if you're you got the you got the eye, they use kind of like what um, the original Star Wars uh, filmmakers did with the uh, with the mini- mon- miniature models and shit like that. Uh, dude, you gotta see. I'm gonna send you them. They're pretty wild. Yeah, send that over, man. I'll fucking watch that tonight. I don't give a fuck what time it is. I love yeah, that type of shit because it feels yeah. like. It's 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 if it's if it's done well and it's new, I'm down I'm down for that. Man. They show there's one of them too that's called uh, something about the Dune Sea. They show how Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc. Oh, send that one. I want to watch that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely good. And not to mention that go back on. You ever watch any of the Robot Chicken? Uh, I see. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see some of those. Yeah. No, they're fucking hysterical. The Boba Fett ones are great. 
Let me ask you something real quick. I know we're, we're trying to get, we're trying to wrap it up and everything, but how the fuck can you kill Boba Fett like that in Jedi, man? Like, like it was nothing. No, I don't think they knew. And also, too, uh, I think because the end of universe was in play, that they could write him in and out anytime. You know, so like the one that I'm telling you about this fan film where he gets out of the Sarlacc, I think that that could have been used. And I know that's how it was in one of the comic books, I think. And I think they just used that script from the comic book. But they show him he's like hanging in there and but, he shoots himself out. But the fucking thing burps. Right, I know. But you know what I think? Also, too, you got to remember a lot of it they didn't. And also, too, don't forget. They, George Lucas was looking to put a lid on the whole series right after uh, Jedi. Right, yeah. It was supposed to be a wrap. He never wanted to touch it again. So to kill Boba Fett and, you know. Yeah, Boba, it was, yeah, whatever, like, yeah. Why did Jabba get killed, you know? But then again, he comes from a whole line of slug, you know, the huts. That's the species. Yeah. You know, so it could have been him. It could have been another guy, you know, coming back that they never really touched on. But I don't know. I, I my my guess is the fact that George Lucas probably said, "All right, this is the last one. Fuck it, kill him, kill him in a you really know? shitty way." And didn't realize that he would be like the most popular character out of that whole era, and still to this day. Because he just looked cool. That's that's yeah, pretty much the bottom got, line. He's got to come back too with this new shit that they're doing. Well, what they're doing is they they've given him his own solo movie. Ah. Uh, which, Which I don't really think we need. I like the mystery of him. I don't want to yeah, know too much. True. Too much. It's like if they would have shown the shark in Jaws right away. Right, exactly. You know, you kind of, you're waiting for him, you know. Like, put it this way, you only saw him, like, what, maybe less than two minutes in uh, Empire, right? He was in that one little scene when they showed Bosk and Dengar. And yeah, and then he's in his ship, arm. and then he's on Cloud City, and that's it. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, at the end they show him, right? Yeah, you com- combine that all; it's probably like two minutes, roughly. Yeah, not even. As a matter of fact, on YouTube they do have all his scenes, and it's only <laughs> it's like, like a, a two-minute two clip. Yeah, it's a two-minute fifteen clip. He had more screen time in the fucking in, in, in clone in the Attack of the Clones his, as a right, kid. Exactly. <laughs> in all his in all of his Star Wars, it's like shorter than a new rap song. It's like a minute and forty-five seconds. <laughs> oh Jesus! I didn't. I, that, uh, man, I didn't even get into the new rap shit. We gotta do that uh, next time. We'll do the next one, yeah, next time. They're starting. I think real hip hop guys are really starting to fire back at these guys. But yeah, I mean, I remember the days where you know there was like four minutes, four and a half minute songs of one dude with like seven verses in a song. You know what I mean? Kumo D, like he had like twelve minute songs. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like these new rap dudes, they're like man. a minute. A minute and twenty five seconds, or so the the song's done. No, no song structure. Yeah, and, we, and that's if you can even like if they're even rapping. Now they just you can't understand chant, what it is. They're just chanting some some stupid shit. Mumbles. Yeah, and it's like, and it's auto tune mumble jumble, and then that's it. Mumble he, jumble, auto tune mumble jumble. I like that. Auto tune mumble jumble, and in the back you hear a. a <laughs> you hear a sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Two, right. 40 seconds of that, and that's mumble jumbo, auto tune. Good night. This guy's making a million. A million likes. Right, let's get out of here, Paulie. You want to uh, um, All right, my brother. plug anything? I mean, you, you promoted yeah, the, the, we, the song. Or- 
Go get that. Go get that on iTunes. Paulie Nugent, Major Macro on Dubshot Records. Bad Man, we know play. And uh, get that Wildy Incident, the EP. Pray for the Wolf Pack is the name of the song. And um, just support your local scenes, where they may be. Country, rock, West Star Wars, <laughs> Gun Podcast. Word up. Whatever. <laughs> All right, thanks, boy. I really appreciate you doing the show, man. I really appreciate that. No doubt, Mr. Russo. Salute, my brother. And uh, I'll be in touch with you for sure. You got it, man. Peace. All right, peace. Take us out. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com